0: Greetings, magnificent souls, to the Attract Health, Build Wealth podcast, where we have open and honest discussions about ourselves. This is a place where we break down, break away, and break through codependency, allowing ourselves to attract health, build wealth, and live a peaceful life. We are tired of being sick and tired. We are tired, but we are not giving up. We know that there is something magnificent inside of us. And because we are fighting daily, hourly, and by the minute, fighting ourselves, our kids, our spouses, we have to do things differently. We have to break the cycle. We don't have a million chances. We have to be happy now. We have to find a way. So how do we do that? How is that possible? If you look around at what society is telling you, they tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. And it's happening through the practice and love that we call awakening the magnificent soul. We are all magnificent souls, and these are our stories of healing. Today in episode 30, a little bit about my thoughts on self-love. But before we get into the discussion, don't forget to let me know your thoughts about this episode, any feedback you have, or anything you'd like me to cover on future podcasts at epiphanyvault.com. Remember, you can share anonymously. It is a safe place, and I would welcome the discussion. I thought it would be interesting to talk about self-love for a couple different reasons today. I was inspired by something I read recently that was about taking care of oneself. But I've also noticed through all of the things I read and consume daily through social media, uh, through news articles, and through different books and and articles that I read, that the term self-love, quote, unquote, gets thrown around very kind of cavalierly, in my opinion. And then I was thinking about what it took for me to go from self-hatred, even even if I didn't want to admit it, it was evident in the way that I thought about myself and the people that I surrounded myself with to true unabashed self-love. And do you think that you see quote unquote self-love everywhere? Like I I never really noticed it until I started looking for it, like quotes, Instagram posts, stories, T-shirts. And I think it's great. I think it's awesome. And it's an amazing reminder to love oneself. But I also think that the superficiality and the overuse of the term is kind of taking away from its real meaning. And that's what I'd like to explore today. And in my journey to awakening, I can say that I experienced a sort of fake self-love. In all honesty, I was doing all of the things that the books, the articles, the influencers, the gurus, all of them, I was doing everything that they were telling me to do. It was frustrating because this formula that I was following that was supposed to work, it was supposed to make me happy supposed to make me not be depressed, supposed to make me wealthy, make me skinny, and on and on and on, all in the name of, among other things, self-love. And here's my problem. When I see self-love as a hashtag or a t-shirt, it's superficial. And stick with me here. And I know you can definitely do things for yourself, like take yourself out on a date, get your nails done, pamper yourself. But here's the kicker. From my experience, until self-love moves from your head, which is where it was for me before my awakening to my bones, to your bones, the true effects won't be felt. And when it does that, I think that the manifestation of true self-love is different when that does happen. I think true self-love is taking care of yourself and taking care of your soul. And as a codependent, I can definitely say that was the hardest thing to do and hardest thing to learn as I am and was awakening myself. And here's what I mean. Self-love is standing up for yourself. So you love yourself enough to put you first. Yes, you have family. Yes, you have pressures and obligations and many things in your life that could be prioritized before you. But you realize that by doing this, by loving yourself before others, you are better able to love and be available for other people in a better and more loving capacity. Also, I think self-love is speaking your truth. In the throes of codependency, the hardest thing for me to understand was what is my truth. I had so long been disconnected from my inner truth, my inner gut, my inner knowing that I really didn't know up from down anymore within myself. It's taken a lot of work for me to be able to tap into my inner truth now. But I can definitively say that because I love myself, I listen. I train myself to listen. I force myself to write or create if I'm confused. And many times in my codependent life, because of the dynamics in my relationships, my inner truth was silenced. And loving your true you just how you are in this moment is the greatest act of love that you can offer yourself. Self-love is saying no. And for me, this is the hardest. (laughs) I strive to be a nice person. Yes, I do. In every aspect of my life, I want to please. Saying no made me feel bad about myself. Sounds so counterintuitive. It made me feel like I was letting other people down. Others happiness was prioritized over mine when self love is no, it means that you are protecting yourself from harm when self love is no. It means that you'd rather rather spend your time on something or someone else that you like when self love is no, you are listening to your intuition, not listening to the other voices in your head or the other people around you telling you that you're crazy you're too sensitive or you're wrong. Self-love is doing what you say you will do. In a way, I've prided myself on my integrity for my entire life, so much so that I've drawn strict lines in my life, trying to make everything black or white. When in fact, life sometimes is gray and it, it just is. In this respect, I think self-love is doing what you say you will do when it comes to taking care of yourself. Again, as codependents, we put our needs, wants, and desires as second, third, or fourth priorities in our lives. But really, we need to take and make commitments to ourselves to ourselves, excuse me. Kind of like a self-love pact. If a decision that we make does not hold up to those standards, do we have the inner integrity to own up to that? Which is a great segue to the next one. Self-love is setting boundaries. Yes. <laughs> As I have blossomed through my awakening, I have been able to observe actions in myself and others objectively. And I find it amazing how some people can so easily set boundaries, but others cannot. I am definitely in the latter category. Boundaries, though, allow us to speak our truths. They allow us to maintain a safe personal environment physically, mentally, spiritually. spiritually. And lastly, self-love being responsible for yourself. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but staking claim in your own life is something that you must do. For me, it was either do this or die. So what is it for you? No one will be able to do this for you. I knew when this happened, when I felt all of the thoughts I was having, good and bad, negative and positive, move from my head to my bones. I knew without a shred of a doubt that no one was responsible for this but me. If you claim this, magnificent souls, and hug this to your heart and to your soul, do this because you are worth it. So I guess what I'm saying today is I think that self-love is more than things that you do. Self-love is a state of mind. It is a life paradigm that weaves its way throughout your life. Thank you for listening, magnificent souls. Until next time, living and loving.